Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exone Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Know the genius in you, where in a single moment you can recognize your brilliance and change your life. Now, yes, you know this is a transformational hour, and we cover an array of topics that demonstrate how individuals use their native talents, as shown in their name, to look at the ordinary and extraordinary ways. Now, Albert Einstein once said that everybody's a genius. Why would one of the smartest people on the planet declare that everyone is a genius unless he knew that to be true? I'm your host, Sharon Lynn Wyeth creator of Namology Science, and author of Know the Name, Know the Person. In each weekly show, you get to hear how other people have discovered their own genius and what they were able to accomplish. At tonight's end of the show, we will give you clues on how you can recognize your own genius. So how does someone express their creative talents, and how does someone share those gifts with others in such a way that everybody benefits? Our expert tonight is Orly Amore, who has developed her genius in the area of public speaking. Now, bio business coach for public speakers, a public speaker herself, a networking expert, and a best-selling author, Orly Amore always enjoyed speaking and helping people change their lives and impact their circle of influence that wherever they went. She was in property management for 25 years, where she quickly established herself as a subject matter expert, and she published two books on the subject and speaking on numerous occasions but she didn't feel that she was having an impact. Then in 2006, Orly was asked to speak at a women's shelter on her life experiences. And she originally declined the invitation, but after being invited several times more, she finally relented and agreed to speak. It was there that she met a woman who wanted to end her life. Now, after hearing Orly speak, the woman decided to live and asked Orly to support her. This was the impact Orly was looking for. And since then, Orly has dedicated her life to impacting the lives of over 200 million people. And she's helped them realize their own mission-based goals and dreams. Her extensive experiences at a certified behavioral analysis has made her indispensable as a coach to many influential corporate leaders. Now, Orly speaks three languages fluently, and she's earned her MBA and law degree. Now, despite these impressive educational and successes of, as a businesswoman, she remained remarkably humble, authentic, and a very engaging speaker. I tell you that when I first met Orly, it was like, oh, I want to be this person's friend. I immediately gravitated towards her. 
Okay. So in addition to being that great public speaker herself and a great networker for the past 10 years, she helped public speakers create their business model for public speaking. Her gift is being able to show them how to monetize their craft by taking it seriously and having what she calls business in a box for public speakers. And thereby she's teaching people how to fish instead of feeding them a fish. So if you want to become a public speaker and have no clue, or at least the person to work with, and that's what we're going to be discussing tonight. So welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You radio show, Orly. It's really nice to have you here. Thank you, Sharon. Seeming is mutual as far as meeting you as well. <laughs> she so, is so sweet. So how did you get into public speaking originally? I mean, we heard the story in the intro, but once you did it once, and you said, okay, this is the impact I'm looking for. How did you then go about getting invited to other places? So in, in property management, I didn't have any, any problems getting hired as a speaker. I was already in the business for a very long time. And I started doing my own conferences in, uh, in the area of uh, property management, where now I was being recognized and invited to speak elsewhere in the United States. So that was really cool. Um, after the impact that I had in um, at the women's shelter, I had to um, I had to realize that sharing your story is super impactful. It's something that I was in hiding, and I think we all have a story of a struggle or of some sort. And some people think that they have to have a struggle in order to be a public speaker. You don't, but in my case, I did have a serious story to share, and I never really wanted to. So I think my girlfriend really pushed me to speak at this shelter because she knew it will make an impact. I should thank her right now, right? You're right. <laughs> um, so um, at one point or another, I decided that I needed more skill sets. And so I went and got certified as a behavior analyst. I was so good at it and took it so much to heart and was people watching for hours on end. One of my friends said, you know, you should work for the FBI. And I said, no, that's okay. I'm, I'm not sure that I want to be under a microscope of any kind. And corporate America does not suit me. But realizing that I do have a talent in that, I decided to create a program to uh, teach salespeople how to close the deal 98% of the time through profiling. And that, incredible. and that was a, a mixture, if you will, of personality types, which I got uh, certified as a behavior analyst in DISC profiling system. And then I got to be the, a trained trainer. So I was able to really go up in the ranks there. And then I, I, I took that. I took my, my knowledge of body language and my knowledge of psych psychology, where I learned about human ego states, not necessarily male or female, and combine them all to actually create a tool for salespeople to close the deal 98% of the time. And, and I also created a mindset mastery program of, for people who have been through traumatic experiences. And I started coaching only executives, like CEOs and CFOs of companies. And I never really marketed it. It was just word of mouth. And then I got re re referrals. And then I moved to New York, and things just grew from there. Uh, so that's really how everything got started. So talk to us about your tool to close that you created. Well, basically, it's a combination. So it's uh, first you need to learn DISC a little bit. So I give you the short version of what DISC is and how to recognize the personality types. And then I give you uh, an extensive version of what the ego states look like and what body language looks like. And if you combine the three and master all three to combine a knowledge of the person you're talking to, you're actually able to close the deal. If you talk to them in their language, if you watch what their, their response is. So you have to be very perceptive, right? You got to listen more than talk. <laughs> I know that's not easy for a public speaker, but <laughs> yeah. I'm very curious about that because I have compared DISC to my uh, nameology system uh -huh. and and figured out which of their systems, like which of their categories would fit into which of my first vowels. I agree. And, and then uh, simplified it that way. Uh -huh. So it's interesting that you also combine that with ego states and body language. So 
Yeah. So if someone is brand new to public speaking, what is the very first thing that they need to know about it? Well, first is that they need to not criticize themselves if they're a good speaker or a bad speaker. We all started somewhere. I think that's what people need to remember. They're like, oh, I, some people think that people won't hire them or event planners won't hire them because they're new. But nobody knows that they're new. They, it depends how they show up. And they're confident in their message. And they should not also be scared of this industry. It's a $100 billion a year industry. So there's room and money for all of us. That's an interesting thing, too, because everybody thinks, oh, it's saturated. So I love the fact that there's room for everybody. So how does someone know where the best places are for them to speak? Well, if they've never spoken before and never got paid before, I always say do not speak in front. I mean, do not practice in front of a paid audience. So maybe you want to practice in front of a Toastmasters club. You want to maybe join a Toastmasters club to get a little more practice on your speeches. Now, Toastmasters is an awesome organization. It helps speakers, but it's not necessarily just a speaker organization. It also helps people with their self-confidence. And that's how actually it started. People in business and business uh, professionals needed to give reports and speak in front of their peers, and they were getting and they were getting super nervous and and sweaty. And so um, this gentleman created Toastmasters many 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 years ago, which is an amazing organization until this day. Uh, the other thing is that they can practice at Alliance Club, Kiwanis Club, Knights of Columbus, all these other clubs that will give them 18, 20 minutes to speak. And that's how you perfect the, 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 the craft, if you will. Now, there is no, there is no um, niche. You know, a lot of people say, well, I gotta know, you gotta know your audience. Uh, not anymore. Every event planner needs you. What's missing out there is diversity, variety, so maybe you have the same message as 10 other people, but you are unique in your delivery and you are a unique person. So then you can definitely deliver the message and be liked by the audience. Well, especially if you have a sense of humor while you're telling your stories and that every story has a point to it. Exactly. Well, that's how you build a speech. Tell a story, make a point or make a point and tell a story. And you so got to stay within the time. <laughs> So this is the time when we read our guest's name. Are you ready to have your name interpreted? Yes. <laughs> I didn't tell you this was coming. No, okay. you did not. I'm so surprised. Okay, good. So your name says that first you're very likable. You can get along with anybody that you want to. The question is, do you want to? <laughs> uh, the next thing is that you have fairness issues in your name. You can stand up for others if you think an unfairness has occurred and you can stand up for yourself. You want truth above anything else. You're willing to work hard. You can take that to the extreme. Uh, you've got a rebellious streak, but you have really good uh, discernment. And so all of that is important, and we will continue with that after we take a break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on X-Zone Broadcast Network and at knowthename.com. Now, after the break, we're going to find out how Orly helps her clients leverage their books and if they need a book and able to be a speaker. Stay tuned. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, 
international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, simultv.com, simultv.com. What's simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on XZBN.net and XZone Broadcast Network and on knowthename.com on our schedule page as a link. Our guest tonight is Orly Armour, whose website is either her name, O R L Y. More is A-M-O-R, or speakertrainingbootcamp.com. So that might be easier to remember for you, speakertrainingbootcamp.com. Now, in your name, I wanted to mention two more things, Orly, that I think was very interesting because your name says you have a lot of self-confidence. And so, and it takes that to get up and do what you're doing. But it also has an interesting combination that says, I can want to do something, and then as the time gets closer and it's almost time to do it, I cannot want to do it anymore. It's like I liked the idea better before, and I said yes, but as the time got closer, I was like, eh, I don't feel like it. So so that's not a common combination in names, by the way. Oh, okay. (laughs) I guess guess we'll take that. (laughs) Anyway, um, Orly, how important is it for a person to have written a book if they want to get a speaking engagement today? Not important at all. It's not important. It's good if you have one in the sense that, look, if you already have a book, great, but adds credibility. But let's face it, a book is only a glorified business card. So what people have to understand is that if they want to write a book, it's great. A lot of people are coming out with books. But that's not the way you make money in this business. It helps to have one. It helps as a giveaway. It helps maybe they buy your book. But that's not how you make the money in the business of public speaking. Therefore, it's not necessary. If you don't have a book, you can just start speaking. And as time goes by and you feel like writing a book, you go ahead and do that. Okay. What not it wonderful to know that you don't have to have a book? So, yeah. so you're wanting to present yourself as a speaker to somebody on the phone, let's say, is there a certain things that you need to have done already, like a speaker sheet? Is there a certain way that you present or you ask for somebody? How does that work if somebody's just speaking for the first time? So the first thing to do is to, I mean, everybody can Google, Google events on, you know, on Google. Uh, the one thing that I say is that you need to know who the real decision maker is. And what speakers are doing out there that's really a mistake at this point is that they're sending emails in the dark and they just send it to whomever and, um, and they think it's a numbers game in the sense of just sending out emails and see, it's like spaghetti. Let's see what sticks, right? <laughs> Throw it on the wall and see if it sticks. That means it's ready. Well, that's not really it. Uh, unfortunately, they're wasting a lot of time because they're not contacting, not only not, not contacting the right person, but they don't get every, a rate of response. The rate of response for speakers right now is between 2 and 5%. It's not a lot. Once they go through my program, they get 38 to 50% response rate, which is different, you would say, right? Yeah, much different. Mm-hmm. And that's because you don't want to waste your time or theirs. So you got to be strategic about it and do it methodically. 
So I'm sure that there's like 20 things that people do wrong or that they need to be doing right. Yeah. Do you mind sharing one of those to help them with their open rate? Yeah. Um, one of the things is talk, you know, making it such a long email that nobody really has the time to read it. So make it short and sweet, right? Um, write a few sentences, not like, uh, I call it a Megillah. I don't know if you know what that is, but in the Jewish religion, the uh, story of Esther, the queen is called a Megillah. And apparently if it's, it's such a long scroll that it can wrap the earth. So, so people are sending out these long emails and I, I tend to explain that, you know, they did a survey on the most stressful jobs in America and that's North America. Yeah. Uh, the, the hundred most stressful job. Number one was cardiologist with reason. Right. But number five was event planner. So my question to the speakers is, do you really think somebody has the time to read that long email that you just sent? Why don't you send them a couple of, of sentences introducing yourself? Then you'll find out if it's the right person. And second of all, you will know if they need something from you. And those are the things you're going to have to have ready. Some people don't have their bio ready. A speaker sheet is great. Most of them, 98% of speaker sheets are wrong. Why? Because there's a science behind it and there's things that need to be put on there and things that sometimes should not be on there. People send out media sheets in lieu of a speaker sheet and think that that's just okay because it's now everybody's calling it a one sheet. So now they don't even call it a media sheet or a speaker sheet. They call it a one sheet and think that it's okay. It's not. There is a difference between a media sheet and a speaker sheet. So what I tell them is that just have these things ready. Whatever it is that they're going to need from you, they're going to ask for it. And you have seconds, if not minutes, to send it over. Because it shows that you're professional because you're ready for them. Exactly. And, and, and you're also good at follow up and follow through. You know, excellent. Um, I know that when you just said the most stressful job was a cardiac in my head, I went to air traffic controllers. That's got to be up there. One of the top 10. <laughs> it's not, but that's a good one. I would agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. These planes are going to crash into each other. If I don't do my job right now and there's right, in the sky all at the same time, you know, I think that would be stressful. That it is. Would, that's the know, first time I hear that one. That was good. I love well, it. I look, I thought about that cardiac and I thought he's only worried about one person. That air traffic controller is worried about hundreds of people on that plane. <laughs> That's very true, you know. Maybe they didn't think about it. That's funny. <laughs> anyway, um, I was talking to one person who does a lot of hiring of speakers for a big, huge organization that's nationwide. And I talked to her and I said, you know, do you hire very many pe people from Toastmasters? And she said, no, they're all wannabes. So That's if right. they belong to a speakers club or they belong to Toastmasters, we definitely don't hire those. That's What's right. Working on that. Well, it's it's very true. They do not hire anybody that comes. So don't tell people you're in Toastmasters. That's maybe when you get your training. Like I don't tell people, you know, even though I got an MBA and a law degree, I don't tell people which school I went to. It doesn't really matter, right? And it's the same thing. Toastmasters is just another school, and we don't talk about that in public speaking. So. Uh, they're not only wannabes, but they're still raw. They're still, you know, like they just started. So they don't even have a, a good uh, track record. Why would you tell people you don't have a good track record? Why don't you show up confidently and do the business properly so that people take you seriously? Also, they know if you're not a good speaker or if you're not a seasoned speaker, they know that only by your fee structure. They know if you charge a certain amount, they'll know that you're not a good speaker or you're not a professional speaker. Well, there is a fee structure. That's one of the questions I was going to have too. I, okay, I so down here is how would you know what to charge and what's appropriate to charge? Well, you know, that's in my program on how to, it's what is called like my value and then there's industry value. So people who go with their own value, they're like, they go, they call somebody and they, the person says to them, okay, I'll pay you $300. And they'll accept it because they just say, oh, you know what? 300 is better than nothing. And then I ask some people, like, you know, um, how much would you like to make? And they're like, well, I'd like to make at least $5,000, $10,000 a speech. I said, how, many, how much have you ever been paid? Oh, I've never been paid. Okay, there's a also beginning price <laughs> for a speaker. So 
um, that's when we realized that there is a fee structure in the industry, and and that's and that's a um, that's a conversation to see where they're at and then price them accordingly. Um, and it's definitely not below a thousand dollars. How's that? That's a good clue. It's not below a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's a very good clue. Awesome. So, now, go ahead. You mentioned something about the association, like NSA. Also, if you have the logo of NSA on your speaker sheet or on your media sheet, <laughs> event planners will not hire you. Um, it's not that NSA is a bad place. It's a very good place. It's an amazing association for speakers. They bring a lot of value and a lot of, uh, of speakers to help speakers advance in their career and advance in their business. But NSA speakers, the average, are making maybe $30,000 a year. They get about five or six speaking gigs at $5,000 because that's the pre-requirement to become an NSA member. And then that's it. They stop there or they don't go after it. And then they start creating all these programs and podcasts and, and courses and all this stuff. And they're just busy doing nothing. They're busy creating, 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 but nothing ever gets sold. Yeah, and that's a real problem when nothing gets sold because then you can't pay your bills. Exactly, but then they're all crying because, and that's that's the reason I, I think I started to be a coach for speakers, because, a business coach for speakers, because they were, you know, just um, in a what do you call it that uh, that mouse wheel, that route wheel. Yes. All the yeah, the route wheel. Right? Yeah, and they don't. I'm sorry, you know, because I speak a few languages, I think in a few too. So um, that that they're just spinning their wheels and, and not going anywhere. And I, I, I want to be an advocate for that. So real quickly, what are your three languages? Spe I speak fluently Hebrew, French, and English. I knew about the Hebrew and the English. I didn't know if it was Spanish or one of the other Italian languages. Right. Well, I do speak conversationally. I do speak Greek and Spanish and uh, also Moroccan and Egyptian Arabic. And now I'm learning uh, Japanese. Ah, konnichiwa. So I basically uh, learn, I'm starting, I just started, and I'm really excited about it. So, yeah. So I think that's, that's wonderful, and we need to take another break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. This show is dedicated to providing information about becoming a speaker. After the break, we'll find out some different ways that Orly has helped her clients in getting more confidence as a speaker. Stay tuned. How would your life change if you could develop the business and personal skills that you need in order to make more money? Do you want to learn how to achieve your big life goals faster? Then go to findhiddenmoney.com and get the Goal For It online course. The course teaches you how you can set and achieve your biggest goals while completely overcoming the roadblocks to your goals so that you can realize your dreams and imagine more success. Go to findhiddenmoney.com. Memorable dynamic presentations are a not-so-secret weapon in the business world. Do you have a powerful message that must be shared, but you haven't found a way to deliver that message? Do you want to be known as a top public speaker who gets amazing results? Are you ready to create and deliver your powerful message? Thomas Hyde can help you create and deliver your speech to get the results you desire. Visit IconQuality.com. Did you expect your business to flourish, but instead it plateaued or didn't get off the ground yet? Would you like to achieve massive goals and discover new sources of income within your business? When you're ready to experience that type of success with fast results, Cindy Hendricks is the business coach for you. Her work with entrepreneurs and business owners has been life-changing. To get you and your business where you wanna be, go to imaginemoresuccess.com. Has the fear of public speaking stalled your business or personal life? What would you give to develop and maintain supreme confidence? Have an invaluable private program to always perform at your best. Imagine how you would feel. 
You can have all that and so much more today with Thomas Hyde's life-changing course called Number One Fear Unleashed. Visit NumberOneFear.com and be liberated from your fear of public speaking. back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on XZBN.net and Exxon Broadcast Network and knowthename.com. Now, our guest tonight is Orly Amor. She's a businesswoman, a speaker's coach, and international best-selling author, and her website is speakertrainingbootcamp.com. So, Orly, before I get into how you help people build confidence, talk to us a little bit about your speaker training boot camp program. Oh, well, thank you. Um, we have one coming up in New York uh, on September 20, 21st, 22nd. And basically what happens during the boot camp is that you get to learn how to craft your speech and actually uh, practice it on each other, on the attendees. So you get together with a couple of attendees and you get their feedback. Then you learn more tools and you go and tweak your speech. And in the afternoon, you're gonna give it to the experts and get some more feedback. And you're gonna hear more speaking and more about the business and so on. And then the next day, we basically give you a, uh, a simile $10,000 check that will uh, help you get on the stage and basically you got to deliver a three-minute $10,000 speech. And we record it and we actually videotape it so that you can also have a sizzle reel. We get testimonials from the attendees on your own speech. So everybody basically helps each other by giving each other testimonials and um and, uh, and also we interview you so that we can create a demo reel for you. And that's, uh, that's the coolest part about our, our speaker training bootcamp is very different than many others. This one is more about you getting your feet wet than it is just teaching you something and leaving you uh, to yourself. So at your bootcamp, do you also talk about speaker fees and a speaker yes. uh, sheet? We talk about everything in, in a broader way because, you know, I mean, everybody's different and the way that I work is one-on-one. -on -one, so it is a very uh, personal, if you will, when I build their, their, their brand and when I build their titles and all that is very, it's a combination of things. But I do give them a very, very good insight into the business of public speaking on what not to do, where to go speak, when they can start, everything, all of that, yes, is, is also there. The, the speaking range fee, that also, they get that right away at the speaker training bootcamp. They get pretty, you know, it's a, it's a very, very intense and very content-driven uh, driven, um, training, but at the same time, they get to practice and give a speech and not sit there just for the whole two days, you know, two and a half days. Yeah, that, that's very important. Okay, and so you the last time we spoke, you were in the process of writing a book that would also be a way of teaching this to people. How are you doing on that one? Well, um, it looks like it's going to be coming out in the fall now, and hopefully before the holiday season. Hopefully, for me anyway, before October, I mean November, sorry. Um, the book is about the business of public speaking, and it's called uh, You're Not All That, First Public Speakers. I have interviewed over 3,400 event planners. And the book, the subtitle for the book is 10 Reasons Why Event Planners Won't Hire You. Wow. You want to share one of those with us? Well, one of them is that they think that everybody, uh, all speakers don't know what the heck they're doing. That's what they're saying. So what does that mean when speakers don't know what the heck they're doing? They're just, you know, they all want to be on the stage and just deliver a speech and get their check. But they forget the most important person in this in this whole uh, universe of public speaking is the event planner. So it's not about you. It's about the event planner. You're supposed to make them look good. You're supposed to serve them, not the audience. You're supposed to serve the event planner. By serving the event planner, you will serve the audience as well. And I get into it a little bit more in detail. Well, and it's so important to, re to also serve the event planner if you ever expect to be asked back again. Exactly. 
and most of it is how you show up. You know, if you're going to take two weeks to give them your bio, forget about it. If you're going to take three days to give them a headshot, forget about it. Those things you should have. I mean, at the very minimum, even as a professional, even an attorney these days has a bio or at least a resume of some sort and has a headshot, a professional one. And headshot is not your half of your body. It's just your shoulders and your head. I don't know how many times people are sending me headshots that have the half of their body because they're wearing a nice suit or a nice shirt or a nice dress. Forget about it. <laughs> That's a Brooklyn thing. Forget about it. <laughs> right. So how important is it for a speaker to have a, a sizzle reel? It's not really that important, but sometimes now it is asked. And the reason being, I mean, it's not even asked. You should have it on your website or on your LinkedIn. Uh, More importantly, on your LinkedIn profile. The reason being is that that's the one-stop shop, right? Uh, If they want to have an idea of who you are and your essence of speaking and how you really present, uh, they'll ask you for that. In some cases, they ask you for a whole 10-minute speech of some sort, or even a combination, but a 10 minute of speaking. You can have a combination of a bunch of speeches, two, three minutes of each, five speeches at three minutes each. It's long, believe me, 15, 10, 15 minutes is a long, long video. Yes. But they don't wanna be able to see you in action. I tell sometimes to people, why don't you just do it in your own living room, you know, and, um, have a good backdrop behind you and just speak like you would in front of 10,000 people. And if you don't like what you're seeing, guess what? Right? (laughs) Right. They're not going to want it either. So let's say somebody's really nervous. You know, they always say that the number one fear is speaking in front of people. And the number two is the fear of death. So how do you help people build confidence in their ability to speak, to get over that number one fear? Um, you know, I really like to watch the Golden Girls, and it was really funny because uh, Rose was supposed to give uh, the eulogy of her aunt who died, and she said, I'm afraid of speaking. I, I'd rather die than speak. And um, Dorothy says to her, you know, I have a great trick for you. You just imagine everybody naked. And if you do it right, you might start laughing. And the funny part is that a lot of people have heard this before. Now, that's not the way to go about it. (laughs) No, (laughs) it's not the way to go about it. So one of the great uh, advice I can give first is to join Toastmasters. It's $6 a month. It has nothing, you know, I don't think it has to do with the money. I think it has to do with just getting practice. See, I never even learned how to ride a bike. But what people tell me is that once you ride the bike, you never forget it. And if that's the case, then if you start speaking, it'll become a part of you and the nervousness will start going away. Now, one big myth out there is that speakers are not nervous. We just go on stage and we are nervous as heck. We actually have the butterflies and we're shaking in our pants. But we learn to control it and give us the emotion so that we can uh, channel it to connect with the audience. That's a true speaker. You never get rid of the nervousness and you never get rid of those butterflies. You just learn how to live with them and control them to help you be your best on stage. Well, it's so funny when you said that because I was asked when I was um, a director in a school district at the central office level, and they had had like 2,000 parents show up, and I was in charge of testing, which was coming up, and the superintendent wanted me to speak on testing. Mm. And the whole PTA meeting or whatever meeting it was that they called that night that all these parents came to was dragging on and on and on, and there were still two of us left to go. And I thought, these people are getting restless in their seats. They all want to go home. You know, I got up there to give mine and I said, a speech is like a skirt. It needs to be short enough to be interesting and long enough to be covered, according to Winston Churchill. And what you need to know is these are the testing days. Make sure your child gets enough sleep and a good good, uh, meal the night before and a nice breakfast before they come. Thank you so much. And I got (laughs) off the stage. (laughs) That's a beautiful speech. A beginning, an end 
content and a beautiful finale. What what else do you need? That's perfect. And the superintendent looked at me and said, that was definitely short. <laughs> <laughs> but interesting enough. <laughs> you know, but I thought everybody wants to go home. They do not want to have to listen to two more of us drag on and on. You know, that was my whole thought. <laughs> right. Anyway, so... Um, that's with, another pet peeve of, of event planners. Right. Do you have any books out now that help speakers, or is this the first of your books that's going to be able to help speakers? Well, you know, it took me four years, five, almost five years to get this one out because I had to interview so many event planners. My goal was 4,000, but, I, you know, I, I'm getting to the end of my rope as far as, you know, listening to the same things over and over again. So um, I decided to just go ahead and, and get it published. I only have one book about mindset mastery out there, two books on property management, and a couple of books on self-help. And uh, this is the one, the only one I will need to write about public speaking. There's many books out there about public speaking, and this, this one is, is gonna just going to be, <laughs> this is going to be the book. I agree. Yes. I don't know of anybody that has interviewed that many event planners in five years. And I don't know that they would be willing to share every little nick and cranny of this industry. And I'm going to share everything that I need to, as far as what not to do. Well, we need to take our last break. Stay tuned to know the name, know the genius in you on xzbn.net and know the name.com. Now, after the break, we're going to find out what Orly Amor has in her name that has assisted her that you just might have in your name as well. Stay tuned. Foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. They're here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Christopher Fulton is a survivor of the National Security State. All he wanted to do was preserve history when he acquired a Cartier watch from the estate of President Kennedy's personal secretary. But that simple act set off a terrible chain reaction. He was pursued by the U.S. Justice Department and the FBI, thrust into the middle of the U.S. government's Assassination Records Review Board, even monitored and pursued by the Russian government. All because that Cartier watch was the missing link of evidence, a timepiece worn by JFK that fateful day in Dallas, a link resulting in Christopher being incarcerated and attacked for nine years 
records because he opened a hidden chapter in history. The intriguing journey outlined fully in Christopher Fulton's memoir, The Inheritance, is available now through Trinday.com or Amazon.com. The Inheritance, Poisoned Fruit of JFK's Assassination by Christopher and Michelle Fulton is a must-read, an incredible tale of how easily our own government can overrule justice. The Inheritance, Poisoned Fruit of JFK's Assassination. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard right here on XCBN.net and Exxon Broadcast Network and on knowthename.com. Our guest tonight is Orly Amore, who's developed her talents in the area of public speaking. You can reach Orly via her website, which is speakertrainingbootcamp.com, or the website about her, which is by her name, O-R-L-Y-A-M-O-R. Com. Now, if you don't have someplace to write that down at the moment because you're driving or you're doing the dishes or however it is that you're doing something while listening, knowing that you can always go to knowthename.com, go over to the schedule page and on the calendar, just click on tonight's show and it'll give you all the information on how to contact Orly. So Orly, you have a gift for our listeners. It's a free a free 30-minute discovery session with you. So yes, talk yes. to us about that. That is so generous with you of you. Oh, thank you. So if they go to orlyamore.com, which I prefer, uh, they will see a button there that that says, you know, to to book Orly, but that's not the button. So there's a free session with Orly. That's the button. And you can book a 30-minute conversation with me, which is just a discovery call to see where you're at, where you're you're going, well, how serious are you about this business? Are you a good fit for this business? I mean, I just give it to you straight. And uh, what's good about it is that if you have a message, somebody's willing to pay for it. That's my tagline. So I'm offering you this 30 minutes because I think that everybody should learn a little bit about themselves as a speaker, but also what it entails to make it in this business. I, I used to tell people that the minimum wage in public speaking is $150,000 a year. And my friends who are speakers used to laugh at me. But then the NSA comes out with an article in 2017 that said that the average public speaker makes $177,000 a year, yet their average speaker makes less than 30. So what I'm saying with this is that it's a $100 billion a year industry, and there are 64,000 events a day in America that pay public speakers. So there's no reason for anybody to not make the money. And I guarantee it. In my contract, I guarantee that you will make $150,000 to $200,000 in your first year of public speaking. So I'm offering you this 30 minutes not to tell you about my program, but to see where you're at and where you need to go from and here. It's still an incredibly generous offer. Now, Orly, you founded the Social Wow Factor Conference. What is that? What does your wow stand for? Well, wow, when we started, the, when I started the Social Wow Factor Conference, it was on a cruise ship and it was women of the world. That's what the wow stood for and still does, I think, because, you know, although we allow men and we allow men speakers to come and women speakers, uh, we just bring people from all over the country and all over the world to share a space of of sharing and of collaboration and of bonding that really creates not only business uh, business adventures, business ventures, but also uh, allows uh, for people to connect on a more deeper level with the speakers and not think that, you know, the speaker is out there on the stage and I'm down here and I'm the little guy. We want everybody to be included. We travel all over the world. There's different destinations. The next cruise is coming up on the 8th to the 15th of September from Fort Lauderdale. And if you'd like to know more about it, socialwowfactor.com, socialwowfactor.com. And uh, that's what WOW stands for. Great. But we do sounds, <laughs> it sounds to me like you have a lot of events planned for September. I'm looking at that and thinking my entire September, I'm already booked. I'm already yeah. speaking all over and traveling. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, so you also are the CEO of GMCP Publishing. Elaborate on that for us, please. I, I was charged so many times, exorbitant amount of money to, to get a book out and nothing happens from it. I spent the money and my books never got out. 
so I decided that I'm going to create my own publishing house and help speakers get their book out there faster, get it to number one do on Amazon. It's not rocket science. It takes a team. And if the team is doing what they're supposed to with the author and helping the author actually get it out there, uh, it's much easier than we think. It's much more feasible and it doesn't have to be that costly. Wonderful. What a great goal. You know, that is... <laughs> It's just amazing. Now, just because I am so curious before I go to my next question on public speaking, how is it that you're attacking those languages and learning all those different languages? Like I know I lived in China. I had to learn enough Chinese to get around. I know I lived in Japan. I lived in Germany. Both of those languages, I needed to learn enough so that I you know, wasn't walking stupid or getting lost and knew how to get directions and read a menu and read the train schedule and all of that other good stuff. Um, but how are you doing it? I just, I've always been fascinated by languages. When I was a little girl, everybody at my, when we used to go to my grandmother's house, we, we were 26 cousins. So everybody, you know, would be sitting with the kids and I would be expected to sit with the kids table. And I never really wanted to do that. I wanted to sit with the adults and I wanted to listen in on their conversations. So my mom would let me sit next to her, but tell me not to talk and to just listen. And then they would switch a language on me. So I got upset and I got upset because now I didn't understand what they were saying. So I got my ear trained and I eventually I learned French and, and English within two months when we moved to Canada. Within two months, I spoke English and French fluently. I realized that I just wanted it so much. You know, I also took Chinese for a whole year, but then I got scared to insult somebody because my intonations were not were off. Everything was like. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I got panicky. I stopped that. I learned Mandarin for a year. Um, and I actually spoke German, too, fluently. For like two years, I spoke German. And But, you know, when you don't practice a language, you just lose it. So that's why I lost my Arabic and I lost, you know, so I just understand more than I speak it now. Uh, so my real three languages is because I speak them constantly. And I'm, I'm also on stage speaking in those languages. So everything is... Uh, uh, coming together that way for me. Which is really wonderful. My daughter uh, majored in languages and she speaks six fluently. And that's oh. what I told her all the time. I said, you have got to use them or you're going to lose them. I yeah. said, I spoke three and I've lost them because I stopped speaking them. You exactly. Yeah. You've got to keep it up. So she's bringing her children up, my grandchildren in three languages. So yeah. that's her way of making sure at least she's staying constant in those that's awesome that is awesome yes that's awesome but i just think that's incredible there are people that have an ear that's doing that and i laughed when you said about the chinese because i was over there and it took me three months to train my ear to hear the different dershans because mm. there's different dershans mm -hmm. so that i wouldn't say the wrong dershan and accidentally insult somebody <laughs> that's exactly what i was afraid of oh my goodness I quit. <laughs> but I love some of the stuff, like if you wanted the taxi to stop someplace to go, jilly, jilly, ting, ting. And that meant stop here, you know? <laughs> I mean, some of it was really cute. Just mm -hmm. like in Japanese, where you say, see me my sin. And that really means, excuse me. <laughs> right. And you know, but, it, but when you look at it in the English language, you just kind of laugh when you're saying it. Anyway, right. if you could change one thing about people's understanding, or how they look at the world since you've been so many places and, and that you're a wor you know citizen of the world, what would that be? If I could change anything in them, I I'm not understanding the question. Yeah. If you could change one thing about how people understand something that's happening in the world, what would you want people to understand that's different than how people are taking it today? I think people need to stop judging. You know, they say that you don't know what a person is going through until you walk a mile in their shoes. And I think that it's the same thing culturally, uh, ethnicity, no matter what. Uh, you know, learning to accept people as they are is what's really something that I would really inculcate into the cultures of today. We are, we are richer by multicultural we are richer because we know more languages. We are richer in knowledge. So we, we should not just judge or, or criticize other people's of doing uh, other people's uh, ways. We should just embrace it and let them be who they are. Accepting people as they are is the best gift ever. 
I think so too. I actually very much think so. I remember when I first, the very first time I was hired many years ago to teach the entire class of nameology science to some real estate people that were salespeople. And most of the time they just want me to teach how to use the name to sell. But this time they wanted the whole class. And when, and I said, once you know this, you know so much about a person by looking at the name. But the one thing is, please don't use it to judge anybody. Instead, use it to understand them more clearly. Mm. And they had to literally move their greeter or their receptionist into the back room. And she was also the accountant for them uh, in the back room and stop having her greet people after she took the class. Because the minute somebody would walk in the door, she'd go in this voice. Ooh, you have uh in your name and it's uh and, and everybody would turn around and walk out. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Not to judge. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, Orly, it was such a pleasure to have you join us tonight. Thank you so much for taking your time to do so. Thank you. Thank you for having me. But you didn't tell me what was the other thing that I was supposed to know about my name, but it's okay. You can tell me in private. <laughs> I'll tell you in private. Yes. Okay. So be prepared and surprised and pleased when you get to experience Aurelia Moore's work. Her work is fabulous. Her website, again, is speakerstrainingbootcamp.com. If you're interested in learning how to be a speaker and being prepared for it and all that other good stuff we talked about tonight. And her, if you want to hire her or just make an appointment, that great 30-minute gift from her, it, then her name, O-R-L-Y-A-M-O-R.com is her website. Orly's name excels at being fair. She can stick up for herself. She can stick up for others. That's the O-R in her name. So also, the, any name that ends in a Y like Orly does, those people can get along with anybody that they want to. Do you know where your genius lies? I'm Sharon Wyeth, host of the radio show, Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is heard every weekday right here at xzbn.net radio. And there's also a link on my site, knowthename.com, under schedule. Once you remember that once you know the name, you know all about the person. This is your sign. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. 
No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand, live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today.